Welcome to track number nine of the sweet influences of the Holy Spirit. Oh. Is it amazing? Is it super fantastic? The sweet influences of the Holy Spirit on your level of obedience. 36 verse 26. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. I will cause you to walk in my statutes. I will make you obey me. And you will be careful to observe my ordinances. Is it amazing and fantastic? Ezekiel 36, 26. You see, we are all at a different level of obedience. And there are 12 levels of obedience. Number, and I, I want to read Second Kings chapter 23, verse 25. It says, No king since the time of Josiah has approached his record of obedience. Amen. No king has achieved his record of obedience. Amen. Are you there? No king has achieved his record of obedience. Wow. Amen. No king has achieved his record of obedience. Josiah was a fantastic uh, example. Nobody had achieved his record of obedience. How many want to be obedient to the Lord in all levels? Now, are you ready to eat your dinner? But listen to this because this is something the Holy Spirit really helps us. Now, Josiah was a good example of somebody who had really obeyed the Lord. But, another person who had also really obeyed the Lord was King David. Because, in 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 5, if you turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 5, the Bible says, because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord and turned not aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. So you see that David also had a good record. But the Bible gives his record that he obeyed him in all that he told him except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. And you see, you must remember that you see God is fair and God is just. So even when you make a mistake and you do something wrong, God remembers that you've obeyed him in all these things except in this matter. Are you excited about that? 
the Bible said Josiah had no one that approached his level of obedience, his record of obedience. And, and David, speaking about God, God assesses all of us by how much we obey Him. And we all have a record of obedience or a level of obedience. And many of us are obeying Him in this, in this, in this, but not in this. And some of us obey the Lord in this, in this, but we don't obey Him in marriage. We would obey Him to do this, to do that. When it comes to who to marry, we wouldn't obey Him. We wouldn't obey Him. Except in the matter of beloved. Except in the matter of women. Except in the matter of boys. Except you obey the Lord in everything. Except in the matter of this issue that came up. Yeah. So, God is observing your level or your record of obedience. How many want to have a very high record? I mean, like you've obeyed the Lord in all areas. But it's not easy to obey the Lord in all areas. It's not easy to explain the Lord and obey the Lord in all areas because, I mean, we all fall short. The Bible says we all make many mistakes. So there's always some kind of mistake or problem with us. And if God is writing your record of obedience, Gloria, he'll write, she obeyed the Lord in this and this, maybe except in the matter of this. Wow. It's, is this fantastic? Is it amazing? Is it supernatural? Is it wonderful? There are many wives, they obey the Lord in the matter of praises and worship. They obey the Lord in the matter of Bible reading. They obey the Lord in the matter of bringing up their children. They obey the Lord in the matter of quiet time, in the matter of prayer, but in the matter of sex, they don't obey Him. Except in the matter of sex. Except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. <laughs> Except the LLIs. Lower level interaction. Hey. Except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. Now, when it comes to obeying God, there are 12 levels. Level number one is obeying instructions that are pleasurable. That's the lowest level. Like God tells you to do something that is very nice already. Like for instance, if he says, uh, do your due benevolence, husbands, do your due benevolence to your wife, which is talking about sex. I mean, that is a joyous commandment. I mean, Lord, thank you for such a scripture in the Bible. I should do, render a due benevolence to my wife. Wow! Oh Lord, I, I wish you had written some more about that instruction. I would have, I wish I would have obeyed it more, Lord. That's the lowest level. You say, Oh Lord, I'm, I'm obedient. The second level of obedience is obeying instructions that are in tandem with your personal goals and childhood dreams. Maybe the Lord will tell you an instruction such as seek wisdom 
For length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Hey. And you see, um, this level is also not pleasurable, but it's in line with your vision of being rich. So you, 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 when you go to church today, you have most, many churches filled with money-loving, prosperity-seeking, success orientation congregation and then the pastor comes along with a command from God seek wisdom because in her left hand it's long life right hand is riches and they say amen amen I'll seek wisdom I will obey God God said I to seek wisdom with all my seeking I will seek wisdom amen pastor this is a good message in fact what the Lord has said to me today, I will be obedient. Anything that He tells me from, I receive it. You are God's servant. You have spoken the word of the Lord to me. I receive it. I receive it. I will obey. Lord, here I am. Send me. Send me for riches. Send me to seek wisdom. Send me to get left hand life, long life. And send me anywhere you go toward these riches. I will seek it for the rest of my life. So the congregations are so happy when the pastor comes and he even says, he teaches that give, it shall be given. They, they like it because it's like it shall be given unto you. So wow. When we were teaching about tithing in the church for some time, a lot of people were happy, not because they want the work of God to go on, but because it was linked with so many blessings and so many opportunities of the Lord's angels to bless you. And it was in line with their childhood vision of becoming a prince. And a lot of wives were happy to encourage their husbands. Because they all want to be married to a prince. Is it not your dream to be a princess? Yeah. I mean, I remember we had a camp once and, and asking, I mean, if Prince William proposed to you, will you marry? And the, and the, and the girl said, yes, I will. I mean, he's an unbeliever. He's a prince of England, man. I mean, why not, man? I mean, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity, but you got to be careful because he likes flying planes, riding horses, swimming. Can you ride planes? Can you? You don't want to go out. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to move your big bottom. You just want to sit and allow it to spread out and get wider and bigger. You don't want to move. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to go when it's raining, you say it will spoil your hair. When the sun is shining, you say it's too hot. You don't want to walk, you don't want to go out. <laughs> when it's raining, you don't want to go out. When the sun is shining, you don't want to go out. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to do anything. You want to marry the Prince of England? You're joking, man. Oh, Ghana girl. What is left of you? <laughs> You don't want it rain. It's raining. You don't want to go. My head. When the sun is shining, you don't want to go because it's hot. You don't want to walk because you said there's a snake. Everything. You don't want to do anything. 
Number three, third level of obedience is obeying instructions that are reasonable. Reasonable. Hey. Many of God's commandments are reasonable and easy to understand. For instance, do not steal is reasonable because if you steal, you go to prison and nobody wants to go to prison. So when you hear, do not steal, hey my pastor, I will not steal because I will not go to prison. Hey, Lord, I thank you, this is a good man of God. Everything that he's saying is a perfect inspiration of, to me. I feel that inspiration when he's speaking to me. I, I don't know, I've never had such a pastor. I've been to so many churches. I feel something moving in me whenever he's speaking. Because I've been to prison before, but when I came to this church and I heard him saying that we shouldn't steal, I realized that it's something God himself is telling us. There's a lot of good sense, common sense in that. Because when I went to prison for five years, I ate one tin of milk of Gary with, without stew for five years. <laughs> it's reasonable. It makes sense. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? That's the third. I have got 12 levels. That's the third level. It's pleasurable. It's reasonable. It's in line with your childhood goals. Number four. The fourth level of obedience is obeying an instruction that leads to something good for you. That leads to something good for you. When you hear that, you say, Oh, Pastor, I really love the way you preach. It's so powerful. I'm really touched. This morning when you were preaching, you spoke about honor your father and your mother. And you said that when we honor our father and our mother, we will, we will live long and it will be well with us. I, really, I was really touched. something good for you. I said it leads to something good for you. The first one is that it's pleasurable. So that's cool, man. The second one is that it's in tandem with your childhood visions. And the third one, level of obedience, is that it's reasonable, man. I mean, it makes sense. Don't steal. Don't go to prison, man. And the fourth level is that it leads to something good for you. Fifth level. The fifth level of obedience is obeying instructions when you know why the instruction has been given. Mm. When you know why. Like they say, run! Because a black mamba is chasing you. And a black mama can run faster than a sprinter. 
Did you know that? A black mamba, it will, it will rise from the ground like this. And half of the, half of it is on the ground and half is moving like this. And it's faster than a sprinter. 100 meters. Yes, it's faster. It's faster. Yeah. So when I say ram, there's a black mamba, you will understand why. You will understand why, baby. Do you understand what I'm preaching about? Hey. Now, when God comes to you with his word, and he says, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and send us rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans do the same. And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans do so. Therefore be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. He gave this instruction because he wanted us to be perfect like our heavenly Father. So we can understand why he is giving this instruction. So we'll be like God, like Father. Pastor, I really understand. I love these messages. Teaching us how to be perfect. We love it. We love it here. We love it here. How we love it here. We're being blessed. We, we understand it. We, we can see why you keep on telling us, bless your enemies. Pray for those who despise. We understand it, Pastor. You, you make things so easy to understand. We love it here. I really love this, this series. The series we are doing. The series on becoming perfect. I really love it. I, I enjoy it. It, it, it. it really touches my heart. It reminds me of, it reminds me of, I said, the I used to attend from years ago. The person was just like you. He was full of wisdom. <laughs> And we could understand all that he was preaching always. Well, and I will be starting there speechless. <laughs> <laughs> now you see, we are getting to the second half of the levels of obedience. The first ones have been quite cool, man. You've been preaching and you've been blessing the pastor every Sunday because he's giving you things you understand. But level number six is to obey an instruction that you do not understand. You do not understand. See, Paul said, Philippians 4, he said, Everywhere and in all things I am instructed to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. What? I have been instructed to be hungry? And to suffer need, why? What good does being in need do for a man of God? Does it not make me more always looking for offerings? Don't you think I'll always be looking for an offering from you, my dear? If you give me something, Joanna, you touch my life. And so, when, I, when I'm in need, one day I went to a church and the pastor was in need. And he preached, he said... <laughs> When I was coming to church today, 
I don't even have any money. Yeah, I was there. Thirty first night. He was crying. No money. Yeah. Nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. I was there. He preached. He cried. He made us know that he was poor. Why should a pastor suffer need? Bishop, listen, my sister, to preach. You know that it's difficult to understand. <laughs> it's different from the first one you were preaching. Last week we were able to understand, but today the way it ended, it was like it was like in midair. We didn't seem to actually arrive at the explanation. We're just saying something that could. Have, did you finish the message? Did you finish the message? I finished the message. The message was that you are supposed to be hungry and suffer need. Seventh level of obedience. This is when you have been given an instruction that goes against reason. It goes against common sense. The Lord appeared unto Isaac and said, Do not go into Egypt. Dwell in the land, the land which had a famine. Yes, which is getting, it's getting different now. Go, do not go to Egypt. Do not go to America. Do not go to Britain. Do not go, do not go to all these places. Stay in the land which I shall tell thee of. Even ministers of the gospel, huh? Do not want their children to become pastors and live in profit. Poverty stricken Ghana, Mali, Guinea, or Niger. Most pastors prevent, prefer their children to become doctors, lawyers, businessmen in Europe, America, and they boast about it and say, My daughter is in Harvard, my daughter is in MIT, my son is doing a PhD in nuclear physics in America, in Massachusetts, in Boston. My daughter is getting married to this professor. She met him. He comes from Puerto Rico and they're getting married in December. Whoa, it's my daughter, my daughter, my son. Yeah. Is it not true? And then God said, don't go there. It goes against me because I tell you, you have a better life. You have a better life, and at least anything you need to buy, you can go to a shop. You go to America, you have a better life. You have better hospital. You're going to have a baby. You're going to have a baby, you better, you're safer having a baby in America. You're better safer having a baby in England than having a baby in Ghana. Or having a baby in Koforidua. Or having a baby in, uh, Dunkerchrome or Shama Junction. You'll be safer off. Having your baby in Newark City, or Newark, or New Jersey, you'll be safer, baby. True or not true? True. True. I mean, you can just ring 911 and the doctor's going to come, ambulance is going to come, they save you. I mean, there's no chance of you dying. Maternal mortality is there's zero. There's nothing like maternal mortality. What are you talking about? You don't see doctors going to a blood bank to beg for blood and see what kind of nonsense is that? Queuing for blood? Begging for blood to save their life? Number eight. It's getting 
stronger now. Eight levels of obedience is obeying instructions that are painfully difficult. Hmm. Now, there are some instructions from the Lord that are painfully difficult. They are difficult to obey, like tithing, when you don't have enough already. Think about it, you don't have enough money. And your money is not going to get to the end of the week or the month. And the Lord said, give 10% of the money. Is it painfully difficult? Is it fantastically painful? How many have paid tithes painfully before? It was painful. How many have found it difficult to pay tithes? Yeah, it's normal. Because your money is not much. Yeah. Not much. Not much. And of the not much, you take out 10%. Meanwhile, you're owing money for the shoes that you bought. For the hair that you bought. When you went to the hairdresser, you are paying every week. Number nine. The ninth level of obedience is obeying instructions that make you unpopular. See? That is why most prophets are predicting good things. Have you ever seen a presidential candidate who didn't have it? Prophet who didn't tell him he was going to win. And you start to declare bad things, war, this, that. Who who likes you? Jeremiah went to prison because he was saying these things that were not popular. It's not easy to be unpopular, to be disliked. God will say, say this, and when you say it, everybody is against you. Like some of the things I say about Ghana girls, I lose popularity with some of the Ghana girls. But I don't mind. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if the Ghana girls don't like me. I'll say it anyway. Because they know what I'm saying is true. Yeah. You wait. You'll be in your room tonight. I will appear there with my camera and I'll say, Prop. And say, Bishop, no, 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 no. And I'll say, Are you Bob Marley? Amen. The tenth level of instruction. It's obeying instructions that are bizarre. 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 Amen. Amen. Hey. Let's see. When God told Abraham, Take every man child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin. It shall be a token of a covenant. You see, this is how it happened. So Moses was leading the people. Everything was going well. Then he came one day and he said, You know, I have a new idea. Yes, <laughs> a new idea. Now, all penises are going to be cut. 
Yeah, I think we should cut them. What? So yeah. And it says going to be a mark. That's going to be a mark. Your penis will be different from other penises. That's how we will know that you are. <laughs> Bizarre. Like in, in, in medicine, when we are talking, when I talk about mental health, we have what we call bizarre delusions and non-bizarre delusions. And this, this is a bizarre instruction. So he said, so then somebody lift their hand. Please can I ask a question? So if it's a mark, how will people see that mark? Because it is usually covered. So how will people see the mark? This mark you are saying that it's a mark that will, the covenant that we will see. How will people see? Because normally, it's only when you are going to renew that you may remove it. What a shock. But no, 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 no. I insist. God has told me. Everybody bring your penis. Okay. Next. Now, we need a stone. I'm going to use a stone. Oh, I need a stone. Because remember, they did not have, they did not have knives, they did not have surgical. Yeah. So we are going to use a stone. And form a line. One, two, three. Then you, you take off your trousers, you put it there like that. Okay. So you come. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So come, next. Now I think God has told me this is what I should do to all of you. Come.
I've got it. Okay. Now, two weeks later, others will come and say, the whole thing is swollen. Yeah, you can imagine the infections. Yes, shock, blood, infections. Bizarre instructions. You see, that's what I was telling you. The first level is even it's pleasure to you. It's reasonable. It's in line with your visions. You understand why. But this one, because you said that it will be a mark. Meanwhile, normal, if, if you are here and you are not castrated or um, circumcised, we cannot know. You never know. Yeah. Bizarre. Number 11. The 11th level of obedience is obeying instructions that give rise to obvious evils. Like when you obey, something bad will happen. You know it's an evil thing. Not that it's an evil instruction, but it will lead to an evil. Example, Hosea The Lord first spoke to Hosea. The Lord said, go and take yourself a wife who is a prostitute. And have children with this prostitute. For the land commits flagrant halotry, forsaking the law. So then Hosea went and got one of the halots. Come and be a halot. So when he brought her to the house, and then he put her in the room. Sit down, my darling. And he was walking up and down. Said, "Ah, which instruction is this?" Then he took her to the room. Come to the room. Come here. Come here. Don't look. We are in our private room. Close your eyes. We are in our private room. Then he started to see what. Then when he looked down there, he saw, you see, a place that is full of certain juices. And when he saw, he said, Ay! The stems from some Amalekites, the stems of other Jebusites and Hittites are still there. That's why I said, close your eyes, I'm doing it's a private thing. Hey! Happy, let me see. Close your eyes. Hey! What did I see? Some boils. It's called Happy Simplex Type 2. <laughs> now God says I should I should go into this one. And I'm not even feeling erection. Because the things that I saw there, well utilized. Well utilized. The stems of Jebusite and Philistines are still there. All travelers who have been passing by, 
It's a traveler's check. Traveler's check. Yeah. Is it not amazing? Is it not fantastic? Is it not supernatural? Hey. So that's why some of that's why I say that. I mean, it's the Holy Spirit influence that can help you to obey. Even as the levels get higher, you see that without the Holy Spirit, you, you cannot obey what you say. All your family members, you say, come my dad, come my dad. Uh, daddy, this is the woman that I've, I've said that I would like to marry her. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Paddy? What is her name? She is P-R 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 um, Is that public relations? Your name again? Princess P-R Princess She works for a public relations no, company No, P-R is for the work The original work that she was doing it's a professor. Not a professor. Oh, a professional. No, not a professional. PR, PR, PR. Princess. Uh, are you sure not DR, doctor? No, DR. No, Prince, I don't like that doctor. So it's, it's actually, you see, something God told me that I, mean, I don't want to. God. Yes, yeah, it's, it's God who told me. It's not something that it was working at the, this place, at the roadside. It was working at the roadside. She was working at the roadside. Oh, daddy, 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 please. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing that I'm experiencing. I want to say, look, hold me. I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. oh, daddy. Daddy, it's not that. It's not that I'm mad. It's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. Huh? Hello. You want to disgrace me? Disgrace? You want to disgrace our family no, name? No, no. Our family name. Look, even it is not. I don't like even this color. It's not my color. I don't like this color. It's not. It's not because of me. It's the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Something so Holy Spirit. True. I want to say it again. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, don't die. Daddy, don't die. It's something. I wouldn't have chosen it. It's not uh, my time. It's not even my time. But he told me I should give I, up with her. I will say nothing about anything anymore. Oh. I'm feeling it's like a curse. But anyway, listen. I know you have worked. Have you bathed? No. You haven't bathed. Look. Where's my uh, dressing? Alasan, come. Alasan. <laughs> I need dressing. Death off. <laughs> have to bath. Domestos. Do you know Domestos? I know Domestos. And then what? Savlon. I have Savlon. And then I need dressing. This brush, the toilet brush. I want, I need a. <laughs> but buy a slim one. Slim toilet brush. I did
But you see, something that he has told me, I've decided. I've decided. Alasa, have you brought them? Toilet brush. Bring the toilet brush. And the brush. That's Yeah. This is the new brand of huh? the new brand of Detour. This is a new one. Detour. The new brand. Where is the Domestos? It's a Domestos. I need Savlon. Yes. I need one of the maid servants. Come, two of the maid servants. And there's a look. Wash, wash her. I don't want to see. Take her. Should I supervise? Eh? Should I supervise? You don't respect her. <laughs> you don't respect. Alasan. You don't respect. That is a wife. I know that you have been with her before, but it's not a wife. Uh, watch her. Have you got a toilet brush? Toilet brush. Uh, I need some of the ladies to cover. Yeah, cover her. I'm going to wash her. Go around. Alasa, don't look at. They are, they are preparing her. They are preparing her. that I should marry her. It's not that I don't know what is a good woman. And I don't want anybody here to think that I have ulterior motives. Or that I used to go to her during my ministry in the secret. Now I'm trying to legalize everything. It's not that. Something that a word of the Lord came to me that this is the one that I should take. Even they have bath her, they have washed everything. So I think it's okay. You have sprayed the place. You sprayed it. So, don't be proud. It's not because of something that has married you. Huh? Hey. You yet? Hey. Yes. Say, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Always call me, sir. Because I will, I will never have married you. My Lord. Sir, call me, sir. Yes, sir. Never call me that. Eh? Sir. Sir. Never call me Hosea. 
Yes, sir. Or darling. Never use that word, darling. Yes, or love. Yes, it's, it's my work. It's because of my work. I'm not your sweetheart. It is because of God. Let's go to the house. Because of God. Look at what I've got. Hey! Tonight is our first night. Sit down. I'm coming to pray. Oh God! Protect me from evil. Save me from HIV. Because, oh Lord, I've heard that they charge 15 CDs for with condom. Without condom is 2,000 CDs. Have you, have you used without condom before? I think so. Ah! <laughs> Where are the washers? Where are the washers? Real wash. Go wash, go wash. See that all of you like this things too much. Let's see. And the highest level of obedience is obeying an instruction that will lead to your death. You know you will die from it. And then he took him the twelve and he said, Behold, we go to Jerusalem. That all the things which are written of the prophets, huh? all the things which are written of the prophets, Concerning the Son of Man shall be accomplished. He shall be delivered, mocked, spitefully entreated, and spit on him. And they shall scourge him and put him to death. This is the highest level of obedience. Because it is the obedience that leads to your death. So, only the Holy Spirit can let you do some of these things. Bizarre, harmful. Yeah, and, and that is why some of you are prepared. You are not even thinking of going to America. It's the Holy Spirit who is making you do that. You are thinking of going to a country somewhere. It's, the, it's because of the Holy Spirit. If you are not the Holy Spirit, you cannot just do something that is contrary to reason. When the whole world is heading to Europe and America, you are heading the opposite direction. Yes, when everybody is leaving, you are staying. When everybody is finding greener pastures, you are doing the opposite. It's the Holy Spirit who makes people obey Him. Yeah. When I finished medical school, and the Holy Spirit made me stay in Ghana. Against reason. My mother-in-law spoke. My father-in-law spoke. They all spoke. My father said, you can do what you want to do. And it goes against reason. It goes against pleasure. It goes against everything. One day I went to Switzerland with my wife and the Swiss government, they thought I had come to stay there. So they, they sent letters to all different departments and they started posting letters to me, me and my wife. And one of the letters, 
they gave us adverts. Adverts. They gave us adverts of yachts that we can buy because they have on their record that a lawyer and a doctor have come to Switzerland. So they gave like the yachts, the boats that we can buy for the lakes, different things that we are going to be at the top, highest level of society. Yeah. I received all those brushes of yachts to buy as a doctor and a lawyer. <laughs> Is it not fantastic? Is it not amazing? Is it not supernatural? And then I said, no, I'm going back to Kolegono. Where the people will persecute us and drive us away as if we are come to do something bad. It's amazing that only the Holy Spirit can make you go and do something that seems to even be destroying you. But it's not destroying you. God does not destroy. God builds you up. And I see Him building you up. So, I don't want you to take... You see, if you are a pastor, don't take the willingness of the people as, oh, they are young. No, it's the Holy Spirit. Don't take the obedience of the people as, oh, they are young, they are fools. They are no fools. They are not fools. The Holy Spirit. There are, there are lots of young people who are not here. And a lot of young people who will not do it. They will never do it. Take it from They will not do it. Even amongst you in the first time, not everybody will do. Yeah. Not everybody. Even there are people who will be at the camp. They didn't come. Yeah. So, I know. And that's why I always wait for somebody to obey. I don't listen to, oh, we want to, we want to. When I see you, then I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's not talking. Talking. Ah, well, that, 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 that. You see, there's people. They say, but then you see that someone say he's doing it. It's the Holy Spirit. So me, I don't take your gift as natural. It's the Holy Spirit. Even all these people, Bezalel and all the look, God gave dream. Nebuchadnezzar was an unbeliever. He gave him a dream. The butler and the baker, they all had dreams from God. God gives dream even to these unbelievers. He gives gifts even to these people. They're all gifts from God. So. Just become conscious of the Holy Spirit. When God has given you this gift, He's making you obedient. Flow with. That's why I have a camp with you. Because I sense the Holy Spirit working on your eagerness, your willingness, and your obedience. And so I want to minister into that. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let's close. Lift your hands. I want to be more like you. I want to be more like I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a better you are too.
you have the highest level of obedience. When you are faced knowing that you are dying for your obedience. And you are giving your life because you are being obedient to the Father. God, we lift our hands to you and we pray. That Lord will be obedient to you. That we will be yielded to you. And that the Holy Spirit's influence will work in our lives, Lord. And make us eager and willing and obedient. Thank you for the spirit of Caleb that is released into our hearts to serve you, to obey you, to go where the voice of God is dim, to go where the light is dim, to go where the voice and the sound of marching boots are rarely heard from the armies of the Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to give our life, Lord, our miserable life to you, to use a few years of our lives, to use a few days and a few months of our existence for your honor and for the service of the Heavenly Father, the Almighty, Great El Shaddai, Jehovah, Jehovah, the great God, creator of heaven and earth, that we should be serving you and following you and to know you, Lord, and to be influenced by the mighty, mighty Holy Spirit of creation who moved over the darkness and caused the creation of the whole wide world. My God, thank you for the presence of your power, your powerful spirit over us. Lord, let the spirit now fall. Let the Holy Ghost come like a river. Let him come like rain. Let him fall upon us, oh God. Yes, Lord, let your spirit flow in our lives. Let your spirit flow. Let there be a river that flows in our midst and in our lives. Come into us, Lord. Come out of us, Lord. Flow to us, Lord. Holy Spirit of God. Let the mighty move of the Spirit be upon us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just breathe in and receive the Holy Spirit the gift of the Spirit. Receive the gift of the Spirit as you breathe in. Receive the gift of the Spirit. For it's flowing amongst you. It's flowing amongst you. It's flowing amongst you. It's flowing in your midst.
know if you see that. Right. The sweet influences of the Spirit. How many of these wonderful influences are you discovering? Only twelve. Amen. Now, who is singing?
Is it fantastic? Is it beautiful? Is it wonderful? Is it amazing? Great. It's getting better. Can somebody open the windows, please? Was this closed by Ghana boys or Ghana girls? Father, we are thanking you for your blessedness here. In Jesus' name. Amen. The sweet influence. How many do you have? Twelve. But you have more than twelve because you have the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on your intelligence. Is it not true? And what else? Was that the only one? Okay. Now, the sweet influence of the Spirit on your charisma. Through the influence of the Spirit, you will be charismatic. How many would like love to be charismatic? And I, I do not think you even know what it means to be charismatic. So turn with me to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter number 12. There is another name I could have given this message. I could have called it the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on your magnetism. But I want to be conservative and use a name or a word that you may feel is more spiritual. Now, the word charismatic or charisma, I'm going to give you names and then when you have children, you can have three names for your children. Alright? Having gifts differing according to the grace given to us. Amen? That is given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of our faith. Amen. Now, the word 
charisma comes, there are three words that you need to know. And the first is charis. Amen. And the second is charisma. All right. And the third is charismata. So your three children can be called charis, charisma, and charismata. In the verse that we just read, you see these words. But before I, let me give you the meaning of the words. Charis means grace. And when you add ma, when you add ma to the charis, you get another beautiful word, charisma. Which is manifestation of grace. (laughs) When you add ma to charis, the Greek word changes from charis to charisma. And there you have manifestations of grace. Manifestation of grace. And then, when you add ta, to the charisma, you have charismata, which means multiple manifestations of grace. Multiple manifestations of grace. Is it fantastic? It's already getting fantastic, isn't it? So, in Romans 12, verse 6, it says, Having then gifts, or having then charismata, differing according to the grace, or according to the charis, that is given unto us, let us use them. Amen. Amen. So, right within that verse, you have charismata, and which is multiple manifestations of Grace. Let us use them. So now one of the things that the Holy Spirit does is that He increases your level of charisma. The manifestation of grace on your life is is what is brought by the Holy Spirit. It's an influence on the Holy Spirit. A manifestation of grace. Now, Whenever you see that word charis, it means, especially from the Greek, it means beauty or gracefulness. Amen. Beauty and gracefulness. So your beauty 
and your gracefulness is multiplied. In fact, it comes from the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Spirit, the influence of the Holy Spirit. Yes, your beauty and your gracefulness. It comes from the Holy Spirit. That is why people who are anointed rarely struggle to get somebody to marry them. Because, yes, yes, the virgins love them. True. The charisma, the manifestation of gracefulness and beauty. That is why a true spiritual pilgrim should not look at and for bottoms and breasts. Are you there or you are going home? Look for manifestations of grace and beauty, gracefulness and beauty that comes from the Holy Spirit. Yes. Look for them. Manifestations of gracefulness. Multiple. Charismata. I've given you three names for your three children. Charis, Charisma, and Charismata. Are you there? Amen. So, God causes You see, that is why people attend programs. People come to churches. People come to crusades. People listen to people. Because God, by the Holy Spirit, endows them with gracefulness and beautifulness. And so there is an attraction or some kind of appeal and magnetism. And you see, many times you think that it is, the person is handsome or beautiful or whatever. But I tell you, it is, you see, that, that is what I'm saying, that an, an unspiritual person has an interpretation for many things that God is showing you. It's just like saying, where, where did the vipers come from? Where do the snakes come from? Where do these, but God caused the creeping things to, for the earth to bring forth the creeping things. They came out of the earth. And everywhere at the same time, snakes, vipers, cobras, they came out of the earth. That is why, because I can tell you, I have no explanation for the presence of a viper here and at the same time one is in Australia. Do you know how many hours it takes to fly to Australia? Flying 14 hours non-stop from Johannesburg. You have to fly to Johannesburg 6 hours and fly 14 hours, 15 hours non-stop at 1,000 kilometers per hour to get to Australia. Yeah, I've done it before. That's how far it is. And the same snake that is here in Mampong is there in Australia. I mean, I don't know how 
It got there. Does God cause the waters to be separated, the land to appear, and then He commanded the things to bring forth? Yeah, that's how He created animals. Man, He created one. But the animals, He caused them to come out of the earth. Yeah. Are you there or you are going home? So, we, we call these the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. And we all know that if you turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, these are the things that come from the Holy Spirit. Now, concerning spiritual gifts. Brethren, I would not have you ignorance. Verse 4. Now there are diversities of gifts of charisma, but the same spirits. Amen. So there are diversities of charisma, of charismata, manifestations of grace, gracefulness. That comes from the Spirit. But it's the same Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who makes you gracefully able to sing, to preach, to minister, to have any form of gracefulness, beauty about you. Now, the gracefulness that God gives and the beauty that God gives come from a wide variety of things. So I'm going to give you a long list of charismata which can make you attractive. I see your level of attraction attractiveness rising. Magnetism. Your level of magnetism is going higher today. And I'm going to divide the charismata into several different sections. Number one, basic charismata. Now you see, I don't think you are getting what I mean by gracefulness and beautifulness. But your gracefulness is going to multiply greatly. Are you ready for the basic charismata? Then I'll give you personal charismata. And then I'll give you ministry charismata. All these charismata will affect your life. And make you graceful and beautiful. But I think, let me first give you the meaning of what it means when the Holy Spirit is, what it means for charismata to be poured out on you. How? It means, number one, you're going to become graceful. Number two, elegant. It means elegance. Wow. Which means displaying effortless beauty and simplicity in movement and execution. Eesh. So you see, when Ida is singing, she displays effortless 
beauty and simplicity in movement and execution. That is somebody who has got a charismata for, for singing. Yeah, it, it, it makes the person attractive. Because honestly, it, it, the singing makes her attractive. Yes. And it's not the, not the subject that she did in school. Or her, her, her name, or being dark or, or, or whatever, a, a radio as she do, or whatever it is. I mean, these are not what makes her gracefully elegant and, 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 and attractive. And I'm telling you, it's a charismata that God gave you that have made you attractive. All this, or Ben Daku, or Radio, and Sedu, and uh, whatever course you did, UST, technology, whatever French course at Benin, and all these things are not have made you attractive at all. None of these have made you elegant. God has given you something that makes you display effortless beauty and simplicity in movement and execution. Tasteful, that's what has made you tasteful in appearance, behavior, or style. Tasteful in appearance and behavior and style. Tasteful. <laughs> Number two, to, to be given charisma or to be made charismatic is to be made artistic. Artistic. What it means to be made charismatic. Charismatic means, I mean, gifted and gracefulness and beauty. You see, this, this is something only God gives. Okay, it's not your chemical. I don't know what you did in school. Chemical, whatever, or that your family comes from Nungwa, or your family is from Nungwa, or Botedoku, or what? I mean, these are not attractive. None of these have made you graceful, or beautiful, or elegant, or tasteful. If you are here and you want to become attractive, yes. covered with gracefulness, if the Holy Spirit says, all these are from the Spirit. He said there are diversities, diversities, diversities of, of, of charismata, of things that make you graceful and beautiful and attractive and tasteful. Diversities. You've forgotten your name, you see. Your name has it's not adding any elegance. Another one, it means to be made elegant. Elegance. Artistic. Now, artistic, that is why all the arts, all the elegance, you see, all those were gifts from God. Michael Jackson and all these people. You see, the Bible says, what hast thou that thou didst not receive? 
What hast thou that thou didst not receive? What do you have that you did not receive? Any man who comes into this world, God has placed gifts and abilities in them. Whether they choose to use it to glorify God, or they choose to use it for whatever is up to them. And the Bible says, what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Your beauty and your gracefulness. I mean, when you look at Michael Jackson's dancing, he's graceful. It's, it's just effortless beauty. Elegance. When you see them singing, you just marvel. I mean, whether you are a Christian or not a Christian, you just look and you, just, you are just amazed. Yeah. And God gives all these gifts. The Bible says, What hast thou that thou didst not receive? And if thou didst receive it, why dost then thou glory as though thou didst not receive it? 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Why? Then it means to be made fluent. 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 See, when there's a charismata on you, different charismata, and fluent means expressing yourself readily, clearly, and effectively. Yeah. Expressing yourself readily, clearly, and effectively. The gracefulness comes on to preach and express yourself readily. Jesus expressed himself readily, clearly, and effectively. Up to today, we can remember... They wake you up in the morning. You remember the story of the prodigal son. They wake you up tomorrow. When you've even backslidden, you will know the story of the man going from Jericho. You know every story. I mean, you see, he expressed himself regularly. But the fullness of the Spirit was upon him. It you, one of the things that it, it means to be given that gracefulness is to be made fluent. See, I didn't invent these words. These are, these are words in the dictionary. The meaning of gracefulness. The meaning of grace. And in the Greek, the word charisma... Is the word charisma is it, it's interpreted gracefulness and beauty. So if God gives Lulu charisma, he's making Lulu graceful and beautiful. Yeah, graceful and beautiful. So there's some gracefulness given to her and some beauty given to her. So she will be attractive. See, that, attract, that attraction works in different ways. It works in different ways. The way it works is that, number one, it can attract a congregation to you, or it can attract a higher or important person to, to want you. It, whatever it is, or it can attract somebody to marry you. There are so many different ways, that it works in different directions. If this is where congregation, it can attract congregation. If this is where an important person can attract, if this is where money is, it can attract, it can attract different things. That all are a gracefulness and beauty that God puts on you. So, okay. so when he comes here, when the Holy Spirit comes here and says, okay, I'm going to slap this person, it's a charismata and charismata and charismata, a manifestation of gracefulness and beauty on them, then it's, it's like, hey, you have just been given. So you look at you. Hmm? Grace of Endaku, stand up. Oredu Asiedu. Asiedu Oredu. Grace, I said, no, Redu. Oh, Grace, I've been happy. But the Holy Spirit comes and slaps. 
some charismata on you. So a mani- or maybe it's a multiple manifestation. Maybe sometimes it gives you more than one. You see, charis is grace. Charisma is manifestation of grace. And when you add the ta, it's multiple manifestations of grace. Ah. So you so one person can have different manifestations of the beautifulness and the gracefulness given to the person. And that's what brings the appeal. Yeah, it brings the appeal. I said it brings the appeal. It brings the magnetism. It brings the attraction. Wow. I mean, if I was you, I would be asking, Lord, give me something, Lord. Give me something. Put something on me, Lord. Give me something. Fluent means smooth. Smooth and unconstrained in movement. Smooth. You become smooth. Wow. The next one. It means flowing. Now, amazingly, it means natural. Anytime you see somebody doing that, it looks natural. There is a charisma, one of the manifestations of grace. That is why it looks natural. When I'm preaching, does it look natural? It looks like I don't, I, I don't even... It looks like I don't even know what I'm coming to say. And I'm talking to you. It is it. Yeah. That, that is... You see, that's, that's how to notice gifts. The person who is gifted even doesn't know that it's a gift. Because this word I'm giving you, natural, is one of the meanings of the word graceful or gracefulness. It's natural. Yeah. That is why, that is why when you see somebody who is gifted, you are always not sure whether is it a gift or is working or what, what is it that is doing. Yeah. So that is, and I notice it, like for instance, if I play, like I was playing yesterday, sing this, it's something that I cannot do. And I notice somebody does it naturally. And you realize that that person has been given something. Yeah. Wow. I will show you how to multiply the charismata. My family name, Heward Mills. I mean, it hasn't brought me, I don't want to say anything bad about my family name, but I can, I can see certain things, even in our attacks at Kolegono, as a church. Amazingly, it would rather be my family name that would, have, that would help to induce those attacks. Yes. Because when I voted, I voted once. The ones that I voted, I voted for I voted for Rawlings. But Rawlings and his government invested my father twice. Illegally. He arrested him illegally. 
and use military force and bullying tactics to arrest him. He, he even came from court when he was suing Electricity Corporation of Ghana for turning off the electricity in his hotel that they should not turn it off because he was disputing and in court with them. And then the CDRs went to the castle to tell them that there is a rich man somewhere who is bullying the system and that they should rather arrest. So he was coming out of his office. His, his office was surrounded with soldiers with guns. Yeah. And they took him from his office. They took him from his office with the military, whatever, and took him to prison. And they said, whatever the court is saying, forget about it. Whatever the court says, forget about it. Monday, pay this million or we are selling your hotel. We are selling your, your hotel on Monday. Yes. That's what they did to my that's what they did to my father. And I had to go and see my father's friend and get some money to go and pay. He said, whatever the cost, forget about it. By Monday, we are going to sell your hotel. Yeah. That is these people. And then, my father had race horses, and he bought a horse from a Nigerian man, and there was a dispute about the horse and the price. And the Nigerian man went to the Nigerian ambassador of Ghana, the Nigerian embassy on Rangoon Avenue, told him the Nigerian ambassador was a good friend of the president, they called the president, and my father was picked up again from his office over the horse. And they threw him into a, a prison, Nima Police Station. That is why I renovated Nima Police Station, because I know what is inside Nima Police Station. I went there to see my father lying on the floor. And they brought the GTV cameras, 7 o'clock news, and they filmed him inside the prison. And they put it on 7 o'clock news. And they said, Mr. Hennen, he was, those today was arrested, whatever, and they showed him combing his head, they put it in graphic. That's what they did to my father. This Rollins government. Yeah. This NDC people. And I voted for them. Amazing. And they attacked us because th their mind is that I must be anti them. Yeah. Oh. It's like, what is your father? You must be against. Okay. So the name, the name, I'm, I'm explaining that, that your name or being dark or what the radio has said or whatever is his name. It may not be bringing any charismatic influence on you. But rather even bringing diseases, problems, issues, poverty. Hey! Yeah. Even what? It has no meaning. So you see, one of the things you have to realize is how you on your own, you are nothing. It's like, you, it may even be negative. What you are naturally may even actually be a negative thing. 
It may even not be helpful to you. Yeah. I'm telling you. And they came, they, I said, they arrested, I, went, I arrived in Takradi, I went to Takradi, I arrived there at 11.30, then I had the call, your father has been arrested again by these people. I had to drive with my Renault 4, midnight to 3 a.m., straight to Nima police station, go and see what is happening there. Then he was released. After that, he got sick and died. And when he died, the headlines of Free Press newspaper was Hayward Mills passes away. His blood is on Rawlings. Yeah, that was the headlines. That paper is no more in existence. That was the headlines. Hayward Mills passes away. His blood is on Rawlings. Yeah. So my name, you see, even, may be even giving a problem as you are even in the country. Yeah. As you are thinking that your family is whatever or you are whatever. You are nothing. If anything, it may be negative. 